This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Hey guys, welcome to The Collective. Um, I have been on a little bit of a hiatus for the past few months. I've moved countries, I'm starting school again, I'm working on HC, um, and I kind of just forgot that I even had a podcast. So we are back, we are better than ever. I have some really exciting guests lined up. Yeah, I'm just really excited about it. But on today's episode, I have my loving boyfriend here who willingly decided to participate. Um, This is our fourth attempt at filming this. It has been such a shit show. So many different reasons. Just it is not. It has not worked out. So fourth time's the charm. We're trying it all over again. So Dean, do you want to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Dean, the boyfriend, one of the many exciting guests, so I appreciate the intro. Very nice. Okay, so like I said, this is our fourth time trying this again, so hopefully at least this time we're more comfortable. Um, but yeah, we've been doing this for a hot minute, and it we've had a lot of technical difficulties. It has just not been ideal. Practice makes perfect. Exactly. Okay, so let's start off by giving some context. So for those of you that don't know, I just recently moved to the United States to go to school. Um, And Dean is from our hometown in Canada. So he's been visiting me for the past two weeks. Yeah, two weeks-ish. Yeah. Um, But he goes home in two days. So we will be doing long distance, everyone's favorite thing ever. So we thought that we should give you guys a little bit of kind of our tips and tricks on long distance. I mean, granted, everyone has their own ways of coping and dealing with long distance. This is just stuff that we do and are going to do um, to help us get through it. Yeah, things that we've learned because we've both been in long distance relationships Mm -hmm. before. So just trying to taking what we've learned the first time around and kind of applying it to this, Mm -hmm. just getting better this time around. Although neither of us broke up before because of long distance. So let's just like make that clear. I think I'm pretty good at long distance. Mm -hmm. You think so? You're a pro? I mean, I don't want to say a pro. Like that sounds bad. But yeah, I mean, we have some tips and tricks. Yeah, no, we've definitely been through it before. So that helps. We kind of know what to expect. How we but, need to be. Oh, sorry. I just no, you're good. Off. But um, I was just going to say that obviously our last relationships are very different than us now. So us doing long distance now will be very different because we are different people. We have a different type of relationship and like each other needs different things. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Um, but okay, so let's start. So we've already... Dean and I already talked about this before, but the biggest thing with long distance, we both think, is communication, right? Yeah, definitely communication. And I think the biggest thing with communication is just like understanding where the other person's at and what level of communication works for you, because it's obviously going to be different for every couple. We're just very needy. Yeah, well, (laughs) but we're just like, this is just what works for us, but it's just like, for us, it's always 
checking in when we have the opportunity. We don't need to be constantly texting every second of every day. Like if we go two, three hours without like getting a text, four hours, it's fine. Like I'm working, she's in school. Like if I'm in a meeting or she's in class or she's like studying and reading and putting her phone away, like yeah. I know that that's what you're doing. So I'm not like too concerned. And it's just like, that's what's important. Like we'll call at the end of the day most times, FaceTime, call, whatever. We're going to like text when we get the chance to. I know that like some people will go days without talking and I don't know hot take for me if that's what you're doing go for it sure but i don't like that because if you go like a day like a full day 24 hours two days without talking i just don't get that like well, you can't how just invested send it are you if you're not gonna talk for two days yeah you can't just send like a 15 second text like if, if you don't look it's at your phone the entire thing. day yeah. yeah if you just don't look at your phone the entire day that's fine but if you're scrolling instagram you can send a text right like so mm-hmm. it's just that's the biggest thing so it's just for us it's just checking in when we have the chance to like if i'm in between meetings or i have to like go to a meeting and then i have to go meet somebody somewhere just sending a text like hey my meeting's done it was good i'm just like off to go do this thing right two seconds on the walk from like my meeting to my car very easy Mm -hmm. so it's just text when i'm having lunch super simple stuff it's not like that difficult that's what kind of like works for us and then having like a call debrief at the end of the day kind of talk about like how did our day go we can like check in throughout the day so if i have like a really stressful meeting or you have a really stressful class like i had a really stressful meeting like i'll talk to you about it later cool awesome can't wait and then when we get to the end of the day we facetime and then we kind of just like talk about that i agree with everything you just said i think that you and i like a lot of people will get really stressed out if someone doesn't text them right away but you and I can go a few hours without talking to each other and it's fine I think that's because we have a high level of trust so how do you think that you and I keep a high level of trust because before when I would date someone else I would be very nervous if they didn't text me five minutes within like within five minutes of me sending a text I would literally think that they were like they hated me But, like, I know how much, like, how invested we are, and I know how much I trust you. Girlies, when you're first starting a business, you have enough to worry about. The stress is overwhelming, and there's absolutely no reason you should be adding any more. Luckily for us, Shopify is here to help. Shopify has all the tools to power and build your business to the next level. It grows with your business, no matter how far or big you grow. Thanks to an endless list of integration and third-party apps, anything you can think of from on-demand printing to accounting to chatbots, everything you need to revolutionize your business, they have. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., and they are the global force behind Allbirds, Linen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. As a WTTC listener, you can sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash WTTC all lowercase. Again, go to shopify.com slash WTTC now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Again, shopify.com slash WTTC. Okay, girlies, we are talking about our favorites once again. If you've ever had an embarrassing BO moment, Lumi is here to help. 
Lumi is powered by mandelic acid to control odor in a new way. Lumi delivers outrageous 72-hour odor control from everywhere, including your pits, your feet, and yes, even your privates. And fun fact, but it was actually a patient's concern about their private odor that originally inspired the OBGYN who invented Lumi. I currently have the toasted coconut deodorant, and let me tell you, it is my absolute favorite, and it smells so good. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers, and it comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, and free shipping. As a special offer for listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code WTTC for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's WTTC at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T dot com. I think for us, it all just comes down to like open and honest communication, mm-hmm. right? Like if something happens in my life, I'm not going to be like scared to tell you or like hide things from you mm-hmm. because once that starts happening, the trust kind of starts to like fall apart. So it's just kind of starting with that, being very open, very honest from the very beginning has helped us like build this trust that now we can like do long distance and be fully invested, fully trusting of the other person and have no concerns surrounding that. Mm-hmm. So I like, think it's just like always telling you what's going on in my life or like if someone's texting me or something like that, that I'm just like open and honest with you and you never think that I'm like hiding things or I'm kind of like sneaking around, like just mm-hmm. always being fully honest is the biggest thing for trust I find in relationship. I also think it helps um, your levels of trust a lot if you give each other what they need, if that makes sense. Like, I am a very big, like, affirmation person. Like, I need a lot of affirmation, and a lot of other boys that I've dated in the past could not give me the affirmation I needed. Like, one boy literally would not tell me that he liked me, ever, And it was like very weird. And I was like, I need you to tell me that you like me. And he was like, I can't, I can't. It was, it was a weird situation, but knowing how much you care for me helps me trust you even more. And then also with that being said, there are really shitty boys out there that will just say whatever they need to say. So you do need to like trust your gut and look at their actions as well. Um, but like we can talk about that later or whatever but um also one big thing with long distance is jealousy that's a really big topic of long distance again i think it just comes down to open and honest communication um for me i have a guy best friend who's like my best friend ever i've known him since i was like in third grade um he's really close with my family he'll come over and like have dinner with my family, text my mom, that whole thing. So whenever I start to date a new boy, it's very important for me to like casually bring him up in conversation um, and let them know like this is my best friend. This is how long I've known him. He's going out on dates with these girls right now and telling me about it and all this stuff so that hopefully it makes the boy feel more comfortable because I never want them to 
go on Insta or something and see a photo of me and my best friend and be like, who the frick is this? You know? So, I mean, I did that when Dean and I first started dating. What, what do you think? Do you think that that was a good thing for me to do? I mean, I think I'm being respectful and like want you to know about them. But as the boy that I was dating, like, was that weird? No, I don't think it was weird. I super appreciate it because it's just like what you were saying. Yeah, I don't want to be seeing you for this like long period of time, not hear about this guy. And then I go on Instagram and like not like a long period of time, but like when we're first kind of new and then I go on Instagram and I just see a little picture of like you out for dinner, out for lunch with a boy. And then I'm kind of like, what? Uh, Are we not like as serious as I thought we were? And then it kind of like leads to kind of like un like a level of uncertainty about like the level that each other's at with each other because i would just see this and i just think oh she's out for dinner with a boy uh where do i stand Mm -hmm. like is this just like a casual thing or like is it not as serious as i thought but like you telling me and being honest with me about that is super important Mm -hmm. exactly i i think that too okay what other tips and tricks i mean like Okay, I'll just tell you mine. Okay, let's I'll just hear tell yours. you mine let's, as let's I like hear... have them in my head. Yeah, you're a pro. Let's hear what um, you have. One thing that a lot of people like to do is they like do stuff together, even though you're apart. So like Netflix party is a really big thing. You can watch a movie together, have a movie night, stay at home, FaceTime, that kind of thing. Dean and I watch a lot of TV shows together, so we'll FaceTime and watch our shows. Just kind of like almost like date nights, but like from a p- away, like from apart. Yeah, I think that's like a good one. Just with. like still being able to have date nights and make time for the other person, even though they're not physically there. So like being able to sit down and eat dinner together, mm-hmm. right? Like we just both make dinner at the same time, sit down, eat together on FaceTime or exactly. like order each other dinner or just like little things like that. Like still making it special because if you were in person you wouldn't still go making an effort yeah. yeah like if you were still in person you it's not like you would just never go out on a date right like mm-hmm. you'd still go on a date so we don't want to change that we want to keep like the same level of normalcy by like still having date nights and still doing things together and still being able to like celebrate milestones and stuff like that yeah. like just because we're apart doesn't mean we have to stop doing these things exactly one thing that a lot of people say helps a lot in long distance is talking about the next time you're going to see each other or like putting an end date as I put that in quotations but like like a goal like a oh yeah I'm going to see you in a month and then you have that date booked you're going to see them in a month you start talking about that so like you know the next time you're going to see them obviously for you and I it's a little bit harder sometimes because we don't really know what our week and month schedule is but like for a lot of people that really helps to have a day that you're going to see them you know you're going to see them every time you talk to them you can plan what you're going to do or like something it just kind of gives you yeah like a like an end goal yeah like let's say i come back yeah like let's say i come back in a month month and a half and we talk about that we're like hey you're gonna be back in a month and a half like that's so exciting at this time of year we have this sort of festival going on like we could mm-hmm. go do this when you're here maybe we go to like a drive-in movie or maybe we go to top golf or we do something like that and just being able to like plan different things that we can do with each other mm-hmm. and like look forward to that time and that way we're not just like sitting there 
not knowing we're going to see each other, kind of being in that limbo and not being able to talk about it, right? Because we love talking about like plans we're making and we get excited about these things. Like, oh my gosh, like if you find out something around here that you really like to do and you really want to show me, you're like, oh my goodness, I just saw this thing. I think we would love to go do that as a couple. Like there's this farmer's market down the street. Yeah. It looks awesome. I can't yeah. wait for you to get here and we can go do this. Like, I think that's super important and just being able to like, talk about it and look forward to like the really good things right not like always focusing on the bad things like not just waking up every day be like oh she's not here she's not here she's not here this sucks this sucks mm-hmm. this sucks but it's like yeah some days are gonna suck but i'm gonna see you i'm excited to see you i can't wait to go and do these things with you so why not focus on the good things focus on the things that make us excited make us really happy exactly do you have any more kind of tips for long distance i mean to each their own yeah. everyone's gonna do long distance differently everyone's gonna communicate differently i mean i just think my brother and his girlfriend are doing long distance and my brother and i are completely different people so the way that him and his girlfriend are gonna do long distance probably is gonna be different than the way dean and i do long distance you just have to i don't know find what works for you as much as that sucks to hear yeah yeah, I don't it's all I like a, it. yeah it's all on like a couple to couple basis like everything's different these are just things that we think are important to us so if that can help other people who like that's also important to them that's awesome but I think for me biggest thing is just like trust and communication like without totally those two things there's nothing you've got nothing going on like you just can't have one of those and not the other like you have to have mm-hmm. both and if you have those two things that's it it's easy that's all you need like everything else is going to come with those but those are like the foundation of everything exactly and i mean if you don't have those before you get into long distance long distance is just going to be rough like it just amplifies everything so much so you really want to make sure that you have a strong foundation um before you're putting yourself through hell like if your relationship is not solid and it's like a little toxic or whatever like why do you want to put yourself through that yeah like long distance is just going to amplify everything Mm -hmm. like it's going to make you care about the person more and love the person more but it's also going to like emphasize like the cracks and stuff that you have in your relationship so if there is like a level of distrust it's going to be cranked up to 10 like it's going to be all in all out like it's just it makes everything a lot more intense and amplifies everything so it's just important knowing that and making sure that before the long distance happens Mm -hmm. that you're able to like figure out the issues and understand the issues and be self-aware about the whole thing because then you can work on that and then when you separate Mm -hmm. it's not like oh my gosh, I have this huge issue, but she's all the way over there. We can't really talk about it. I don't know how we're going to fix this because yeah. everything's amplified. Relationships just become like way more of whatever they are. The good is way better. The bad is way worse. So just mm-hmm. trying to figure that out and understand that I think is super important because then it makes you work on the things that are kind of like issues or things that you may have that might be issues and work yeah. on those and get those figured out. So then when you're going through it, these things aren't just spiraling out of control because the time zones are different and you don't have a chance to talk about it one day mm-hmm. or you're not constantly in communication or seeing each other so then you're stressing out about it and then you're spiraling in your own yeah. head so just like focusing on those things getting those squared away and then being able to maintain focus on those during the duration of the long distance I think is super important because like no relationships ever going to be completely 100% perfect. Well I was going to say no relationship is completely perfect so if you fight and you're doing long distance that's very normal 
Mm-hmm. Like that's a very normal thing. It's just the way that you go about it and the way that you communicate and talk through it. That's what's going to matter mm-hmm. because you're obviously not with the person. You can't just go over to the person's house, see them and it'd be fine. You have to really learn to like talk your way through your emotions. And that's a very hard thing to do. But like if, if you want to be with a person, you're going to make it work. It's basically all it is. Like Dean and I are like, this is our only option. We don't have another option. We just have to do it, you know? And yeah, I mean, long distance sucks, but if you're meant to be with the person, you're going to make it through it and you're going to work. And Dean and I always have the mentality of like, we're doing this now and it sucks right now, but in the grand scheme of like us spending the rest of our lives together, doing long distance for two, four, six, like however many years is really, really not going to be that much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's like in the long run, like it may seem like daunting now, but if you like think about it, like overall, like rest of our lives, it's really just like such a small period of time. That we'd like look back at it later and just be like, wow, remember that? That was crazy. (laughs) Like it was just such a like a tiny insignificant amount of time Mm -hmm. after such a long period of time of being together. So I just kind of think about it that way. You know, it's like the ends justifies the means Mm -hmm. in that sort of situation where it's like, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. I've read one book, (laughs) Um, but just understanding like what your end goal is and realizing this is just like one thing you have to go through and it's not defining the entirety of your relationship well and it's to better yourselves assuming i mean i'm i moved away from home to go to school to better myself you work really hard at home to better yourself so that when we come back together we're better versions of ourselves we're, we're basically doing it for our future mm-hmm. you know yeah that's but, always the focus yeah okay well let's switch gears a little bit and let's talk about dating before you started dating me so when you were in your little playing the field, dating people, that whole shebang. Um, so when you were going out on dates with girls, what would be red flags? Like what, yeah, what would be a red flag if you like went on a date with her and you're like, oh dear God, I oh. should not be on the date with this girl right now. Oh man, one second. Let me open up my notebook of oh all God, of the red stop. flags. But I think the biggest thing for me is just not being able to like have fun when you're on a date. Like a first date should be fun. You should be talking. You should be chatting. Like you've never really met this person before. You should have a lot to talk about. So if you go out on a date, yeah, but what you're if sitting some there people at dinner. are nervous? Sometimes yeah, people are nervous. But that's okay. You can like tell. You, you can tell if it's nervous. Or you can tell if you can you can tell if someone's like nervous versus if they're just like not interested and just don't care about being there. And you're like, oh yeah, like that's cool. Like oh, you're in school. What are you taking in school? And it's just like uh business okay cool like yeah like why do you want to do that like what do you want to do she's like i i want this job and then they just have nothing to say like you don't want Mm -hmm. that like it's like there's a difference between being nervous there's no back and forth yeah there's a difference between being nervous and just being like a dud like i've been on dates where i've been like oh they're just nervous that's okay i'm a little nervous that's fine and then i've also been on dates where i'm like that person's just a dud like there's just nothing going on there I don't feel like I really want to see this person again. They obviously don't feel like they want to see me again. Yeah. So it's just kind of like understanding that, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think that's the biggest thing for me. You can kind there's of tell no, like, like personality wise. There's no like wise. little things that like someone does. I mean, I'm like trying to think of some too. I don't know. I just think that like 
you can just tell for me the biggest things are just like personality wise so like if you're dating especially like the last like couple years or like the pandemic it's just mm-hmm. been like a lot of online dating and then maybe if you get the opportunity to see them in person or go out for dinner or go for like a walk or something mm-hmm. just like them making the effort to, to, see to see you or to like just like even if they're like not comfortable like going out and seeing you in person which is super okay but like maybe a, calling or, or like, like a facetime face, yeah. or something like there's just people that are just not willing to make that effort it's like no i totally want to see you again like i can't wait oh like cool do you want to go on a date do you want to go for like a walk maybe like we don't have to be that close to each other we can just like go for walks so we can just see each other yeah, do you want to call do you want to facetime it's like I'm like super busy and you're like okay like I get that you're just not like as into this as okay, well, I that's maybe. not really like a red flag that's like they just you're not gonna date them yeah but that's a red flag yeah but like okay I got yeah okay okay fine yeah you know do you want to hear one of my green flags oh green flags is a guy's name Dean stop no but actually do you want to hear one of my green flags let's hear it um it's when they open the car door for you that's on a, good a first one. date. That's a good one. It's happened to me maybe three times, but it just like, it's just like, I don't know. It's just one of those little things. It's just, just like makes one of those difference. little things. And you're like, holy shit, he's going to open the door for me. I think people dating now are so fucked. Like us trying to date now in like this day and age is so fucked that like boys won't come to the door anymore boys won't open the car door like girls don't really make an effort anymore like do you know what i mean like people just don't make an effort when they're dating and so if a boy opens the car door like i feel like that's literally the bare minimum and i am so impressed by it and i'm like holy shit i'm obsessed yeah when really it is just the bare minimum yeah no i definitely think so i think back about our first date i didn't even get the chance to go to the front door i showed up and you were already waiting outside you didn't even give me the opportunity i didn't want to give you the opportunity (laughs) um what's like do you have any more like another red flag like i one of mine is when they only talk about themselves i went on Mm. a date with a guy who has a social media presence and he would he literally opened up his instagram and showed me his photos then he opened up his tiktok and showed me his tiktoks and then he opened up his snapchat and he had 99 like i'm not even exaggerating 99 snapchats from girls and i was like why why are we here plus i went and picked him up and drove him it was he sounds like a dud it was like never again never again i hate everything about that i hate everything about that i had to go through it Oh, that like and then makes I, like, me uncomfortable. And then it was just so it. uncomfortable because I went home and I was like, oh, yeah, no, that was weird. I didn't enjoy any of that. We're definitely just friends. And then I got a text from him and he was like, oh, my God, thank you so much. Like, I would love to go out again. Like, I'm so into you. And I'm like, okay, I think that's like a bull. Like, yeah, I you don't probably, think well, that's real. I just imagine you sitting there just, like, listening, and that's all you want was somebody like, hey, you want to see No, I didn't cool listen. I, like, I... You know me. Like, someone <laughs> was like, he was like, oh, yeah, I'm so fucking cool, all this stuff. And I go, really? Like, I don't think this TikTok's that great. Like, I was like, oh, really? Like, you think this one's good? Like, I don't really like it. And I think he liked that banter. Like, he thought I was joking. Oh, he thought and you I was were, like, like being no. mean Like, I was like, yeah, like, I was like, oh, wow, like, you're really cocky, aren't you? 
And he was like, huh, yeah. And I was like, no, no, I'm being dead ass. You're very cocky and I do not enjoy your presence. Yeah, like I'm not joking about this. I'm not no. just like being funny and like picking on you because I like you. I'm just being like, you kind of suck. And he's like, haha, yeah, I know. But anyways, so my red flag is literally people who are so cocky and I just, I just don't like people who think they're better than someone yeah, else. Yeah, people who are obsessed with like themselves. just like in general, like no one is better than any, like I just don't get it. Yeah, I remember I dated like not like was in a relationship with, but like saw a girl for like a few dates, like probably like two years ago, mm-hmm. almost now, like a year and a half ago, and just like so full of herself, where it's just yeah. like her world and everything was revolving yeah. around her, and you're just kind of like stuck in that spot where you're just like does she actually like care that I exist or is it just like, I'm just giving her attention now and that's all she's like looking for. And it's like her world. And at any point she's like, ah, whatever. Like I don't need you anymore. Just like on to the next thing. Like just like, doesn't really seem like in relationship, but wants to keep going on dates. Cause she wants that, like just needs the attention. And you're just like, does she actually care about me? She's mm-hmm. going to move on to the next thing. Like the second it's convenient for her. And you're just kind of like, that's definitely like a red flag for me where I'm like, okay, I can't be in this. Well, let's also um, make a clear distinction between confidence and cockiness. Yeah. Like, they're two very different things. I love it when people are confident. I think it's so great. Everyone should be confident in themselves. When people are cocky and they actually think that they are better than everyone else and they, like, put other people down, that's, that's like, where I'm, like, I don't enjoy you. Yeah, there's, like, a fine line that you kind of have to toe between that. Mm-hmm. And if you're on the cocky side of it, it's just very off-putting. Mm-hmm. So, on this topic, as a boy, tell me why you think girls choose shitty boys. Oh, man. I just think because, like, they just, like there's, like, guys that know that they just, like, know exactly what to say. And they're, like, I really True. don't care about these girls. But I know if I say this exact same thing every single time and they have like a script almost where it's like i just have to say the same thing to these girls because it worked once i know that like a lot of girls just want to hear like a specific thing and they just like Mm -hmm. say the specific thing Mm -hmm. and then once they've like served their need for this guy's like hey whatever on to the next thing or like the next like shiny thing walks by is like oh cool see you later on to the next thing it's just like they're never really invested they just know what to say Mm -hmm. and then they're just like never really like fully invested in the thing just want to hear it yeah you know I've definitely been a victim of that mm-hmm. where like people are really, really shitty, but then you, they say one thing and as a girl, you can literally make up any narrative you want for how a guy acts like any, any narrative, a boy won't text me and I'll be like, oh my gosh, he is just like so distraught about us not talking anymore like he can't reach out he probably isn't even eating like this poor boy is really going through it he likes me so much no no he's literally out having sex with someone doing whatever he wants to do yeah like it's very like but you can literally make any single narrative you send a boy a snapchat and he responds with literally just like a picture of nothing and i'll be like oh my god he replied to me like he replied he sent me one back he obviously really likes me he obviously wants to date me he obviously wants me to be the mother of his children like you can literally make up any single story you want in your head and i've definitely done it a thousand million times Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, like if there's just that like open space and there's no like communication, then you can literally just spin whatever narrative mm -hmm. you feel at the time. So if you're having a bad day, it's like, oh my God, they hate me. Like they don't ever want to talk to me. Mm -hmm. Like this is what's going on. But they could just be busy. Mm -hmm. Or they could just be ignoring you and you'd be like, oh yeah, like they're just like super busy. Like blah, blah, blah. Just trying to like justify it because you like want it to happen. So yeah. it all just kind of depends on like who you are as a person and kind of like where your brain goes but you can always just like spin whatever narrative you want mm -hmm. and then just get like tangled in that web so it's like super important to kind of like understand where the other person's at fully yeah well i saw something and it was like it's a lot harder to get over people that you don't actually date versus people you do because you create your own narrative in your head of what it would have been like to date them and that's obviously not the case. If you're not dating, there's obviously something that like, there's a reason you're not dating, but it's a lot harder to get over those people because you just create this story in your head of who they are. Yeah. You know? I but, think with people you're yeah. not dating, it's like a lot of times there's like no closure, but then there with people you no are closure. dating. Yeah, exactly. So the people you are dating, most of the time there's a lot more closure. Yeah. So then it ends and you're kind of like, okay, it's ended. That's like true. I appreciate it for what it was. But if you're just dating and stuff and you're not like fully in a relationship, a lot of times they'll just ghost and then you're just like, well, did That's I do so something true. wrong? That's so did true. someone come back into their life? Like, did they pick someone over me? People that ghost Like, it's just, it's just like trying to find that out. Yeah. Like when we started dating, I was just like, there was like one other person that I'd been like talking to like barely. And then I like went on one date with you and I was like, I don't want to talk to this person anymore. Like, it's you went on a date with someone else? You were talking to someone else? Before we went on a date? Oh. Yeah, before we went on a date. And yeah. then I was just like, we started talking. I'm just kidding. I was talking to people. <laughs> wow. Okay, well, I won that one. But um, it's just like, yeah. So I was like talking to one other person. I was like, hey, just so you know, like, I'm talking to another person. I like, I'm starting to get feelings for them. Like, I don't want to mm -hmm. like ghost you or put you through anything. And then what I got That's back so was just respectful. like, thank you so much. Like, I really appreciate that. Well, like, I know a lot of people are ghosting because I don't like getting ghosted. So I try my best not to ghost. If we've sent like two text messages, then I've moved on to something else. Then yeah. I'm like, okay, we've talked like for max 30 seconds. Yeah. I don't feel the need to be like, hey, this is what's going on in my life. Like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. But if I talk to somebody for like two weeks and I'm like, okay, this other person I feel a lot stronger for. I'm right. like, okay, hey, sorry. This is what's going on. Like, I, I just want, want you to know, and I'm sorry. Yeah. And just, like, let them know. And they're way more appreciative of it. And then you don't get that, like, lack that. of closure with just talking to someone and then them disappearing. You're like, did I say something? Was I boring? Like, mm -hmm. what's going on? Like, that's super shitty. Well, I was going to say that literally a lot of girls will appreciate that a lot more. It makes you look way better in their eyes if you same i mean vice versa too guys get ghosted all the time too but it just makes you look a lot better if you send that person a message and you're like hi i just don't think this is going to work out very well whatever or like just you end it you're very respectful and then you move on and you keep doing whatever you want to do but like mm -hmm. the people that just don't say anything i hate you yeah like don't just go someone like you don't like that's just mean because yeah. then that person's gonna freaking spiral out of control i had boys that i like dated for like two months and they just automatically just like ghosted me see that's tough and then they pop back up later and you're like you, i despise everything about you yeah like i want no part of this like nice try maybe if we left on good terms if we left on good terms we could be like friends or at least i would have like some respect for you as a human being 
But, like, I don't if you're just going to act like that. Yeah. No, I know how you feel. That girl that I said I was talking about where it's, like, the whole world revolved around her. Mm-hmm. After a certain point, just, like, ghosted. And then I was like, okay, whatever. Like, I just don't care anymore. Yeah. And then it was just, like, tried to come back. I'm like, who are you? Like, what are you doing? Like, no. Like, what? Like, stop. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's your world. You're living in it. Everyone else just revolves around you. I don't want to be a part someone's of it. Done, And then when you're done with someone, you just cut them. Don't say anything. It's over. No. And then you try to come back when it's convenient. Like, no, get out of here. Like, leave me alone. So, on that, what does it mean if a guy likes a girl's post on Instagram? I have no idea. Literally nothing to me, personally. I don't think it's that <laughs> big of a deal. I just will go on a spree of just, like, liking everything in a row and, like, not even think about it. Do you know why it? I asked It's just, like, this, mindless. Though? Why? Like, I guess you're a boy. You probably don't. As a girl... You take everything very, very literal. Like, I will take everything. Although, again, it's like the whole I'll spin a narrative however I want it. Like, if a guy likes my post on Insta, I will convince myself he's obsessed with me and Mm -hmm. he likes me. And then if a boy doesn't like my post on Insta, I convince myself that he saw it purposely isn't liking it because he doesn't want me to know how much he likes me. Yeah, no, guys are just (laughs) dumb. Guys are just dumb no one thinks no one thinks that through like that like it's just you get but like, a lot of i at least i hope a lot of other girls think this and it's not just me but like no, I, think I think it's that's a very a common, common thing i think it's a very common held belief but it's just like i don't know i don't want to speak for all guys but guys are dumb guys don't think about that i've never met like a guy or one of my friends or something has been like oh man i can like this girl's picture and just like let yeah her know, like, oh, yeah man, like just like kind of a hint that i'm like into her and stuff like this girl's gonna have tons of dudes liking her picture right it doesn't mean anything the guys aren't thinking that through the guy's like yeah she's like no matter what there's gonna be hundreds of dudes liking her photos it doesn't matter guys aren't that smart guys work on a way lower level they're just mm-hmm. like if they're interested they'll like a picture if they if they come across it sometimes with whatever the fate the instagram algorithm is they just like won't even get the picture until they're like deep into it and they might just like miss it or something so it's just it's really not that big of a deal like especially with stories when it's just like oh yeah like i'm gonna post this if you can like see it on on my story like oh he looked at my story like he's so into me no Mm -hmm. literally that's completely made up i just click through stories (laughs) and then the next one is just random so if i see one it's not like oh my god like he's like looking at my story he's obsessed with me no i'm literally just scrolling 40, through 45 minutes into just clicking through stories like yeah. i could care less about what you posted i'm just clicking through stories and whatever comes up next comes up next and i'm just clicking through like it i could care less like stories especially no one should ever post a story and be like oh yeah he's like looking at it like he's obsessed with me he's not it just came up oh on his god. thing <laughs> i'm just being honest Jeez. people think about it too much and it just really doesn't matter I feel like that's also something, though, that we think of when we're in a toxic situation. You know, like, I mean, before we started dating, I definitely would think about that all the time, that kind of thing. And now, I mean, first of all, I don't think about that for other people. But, like, if you saw my story, I already know you like me. Mm -hmm. Like, do you know what I mean? I'm not posting stuff anymore for like male validation like i used to like i would post stuff and i'd be so excited if a boy liked it and like all this stuff but like i'm in a healthy loving relationship i don't need i post whatever i want because i post whatever i want i'm not posting it to hope that you're gonna see it on my story sometimes i don't even see the things because i just 
forget to go on Instagram. That's, like, that's just yeah. That's literally <laughs> sometimes how it I is. miss things. Sometimes I have to like tell you and be like, "Hi, did you see what I just posted?" And you're like, "I have no idea." Yeah, like it's not because I'm ignoring it because mm-hmm. like I don't care. It's just I'm just haven't been on Instagram. Yeah, it's just not. But I there's just being in a healthy relationship now. Like, okay, so when I was dating other people before you, my best friend said to me, she was like, just so you know, when you start dating a boy or like a man who's like very loving and affectionate and it's a very healthy relationship, you're going to look back on these other ones and be like, this is so fucked. Like she would actually get mad at me and want me to block people from my phone because she would be so angry like if you ask her about anyone i've dated she actually hates them and it's because she got in a healthy relationship and looked at me going through these like toxic situation ship things where i never actually dated them but i did date them but they met my family but i didn't meet their family like just such a mess and she was like this is so fucked up you should not be putting yourself through this And I was like, no, no, it's okay. Like, they actually really like me deep down. Like, whatever. Now that I'm on the other side of the hump and, like, over the hill and I see what she was talking about, I can look back on those other ones and be like, holy shit, no one should ever have to go through that mental trauma that you have to go through. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know? And so now I preach it on the other side and I'm like, oh, he didn't text you all day. Oh, we're going to cut him off. And my friends are like, no, like he just had a really busy day at work. And I'm like, no, no, he could call you after work. It's midnight right now. And you have not heard from him, but it's easier for me to preach it now that I'm on the other side. But I was in it too. Like, I feel like everyone's in it at some point. Yeah. It's just, it's hard to see it when you're in it. Cause I've definitely been in situations so like that where I'm like, this is it. like so toxic. This is so unhealthy. But you just don't see it. Or you do kind of see it, but you just try to justify it. It's like, oh, well, like, I really care about this person. So, like, it's, it's like fine, if you want something bad enough, you feel like you can just suffer through yeah, it. Yeah, but then you look at it after and you're just like, oh, man, how did I make it through that just in general? Well, like, this is like, insane. It can be heartbreaking to, like, mm-hmm. realize, like, oh, shit, this is so unhealthy. And, like, this person treats me like absolute shit. But I just always had the mentality of, like, if it's not meant for me, it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like the reason I never actually dated any of these other boys was because it would have been so toxic and so bad. And then if I would have dated them, I probably wouldn't have met you. Yeah, you would have like, you know what I? <laughs> Whatever. But like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like everything happens the way it's supposed to. And just like, it's heartbreaking in the moment. I mean, I made a whole clothing company from it because I was like, I can't. This is so fucked. And now I'm wearing your sweats. Yeah, exactly. Look See, like everything happens the way that it's supposed to, and you kind of just have to like believe that that's the case. But when you're in it, it's really hard to do. Yeah, it's like impossible. I, we're preaching it because we're like on the other side. But like when you're in it, it fucking sucks. Yeah, and it's just like a lot of times people like it sounds awful but we'll just keep going with it even if it sucks or even if it's kind of toxic and they notice it just because it's easier it's comfortable than changing your whole life like having to break up and it's always going to be sad and it's always going to be like even if it's like toxic and it's bad breaking up is always awful so it's just like it might just be easier for them to just keep going with it hoping it might change even though they Mm -hmm. think it might not change and they just don't have to, like, uproot their lives, like, have to start dating again because dating sucks and, dating like, breaking up suck. sucks. And then you go through this whole phase where you're, like, super depressed and it's just, yeah. like, 
some people just do that. They just like go through it because it's just easier, which is like, I understand, I get it. Like, but. But it's also like you have to put your own happiness. Like you just like, I don't know. It's a it's a sticky situation. Yeah, like it's inconvenient and it's easier to just keep going. It sucks but it's, in the it's moment, inconvenient to get it the, uprooted. But yeah. in the long run, it's better. Like yeah. you're gonna be happier. You're gonna be healthier. You're mm-hmm. gonna be like more mentally stable than having to like sit through oh, these toxic relationships. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna be more mentally <laughs> stable. It's messed. Um, but yeah. Do you have anything else that you want to talk about on the pod? I don't think so. I think I've done? kind of talked about everything that I've needed to talk about. I think Me too. set all my tips and tricks and everything that I do on a daily basis to try to make you happy. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, that's going to close out this episode. I don't know when the next one's going to be, to be honest. Probably, like, next week, maybe the week after. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, but that's about it. Dino? Thanks for coming on the pod. You're so ex- you're so welcome. I'm so excited for all the new, upcoming, exciting guests that you've got lined up. Thank you so much. You know what? For I your try. Support. You know what? I'm trying my best. <laughs> okay, guys. Um, I will catch you in the next episode. Bye. Hey there, my name is Renee Rena, and I am the mom friend you have always wanted. I am also the host of the Mom Room Podcast. We publish two episodes per week, a co-hosted episode on Tuesdays and a solo episode on Thursdays. Popular topics include pooping and having sex after giving birth. I have a solo episode where I talk about not sharing a bed with my husband and why that's okay. I hope you'll tune in to these conversations every week. Join us on Instagram at the Mom Room Podcast and start to feel a little less alone in this crazy thing called motherhood.